This episode of the special industry virtual mini series at rocketship.fm is sponsored by user testing. Get inside your customer's head. Not literally, that would be weird, but what if you could walk a mile in your customer's shoes without ever leaving your desk? It sounds pretty interesting, right? Meet user testing, a customer insight solution that goes beyond your traditional survey to give you on-demand access to the human perspective via think aloud videos. Know if your latest feature misses the mark or if your mobile app experience could be improved or Hear one's initial reaction to your new prototype. With user testing, you can make more informed product decisions at the speed business demands. User testing, real human insight. To learn more, visit usertesting.com. Again, that's usertesting.com. So last episode, we heard from Rohini Pandey, product lead at Square and co-founder of Transparent Collective. She, along with others, helped build Transparent Collective into an organization that helped underrepresented founders set their tech businesses up to thrive in Silicon Valley. But as we learned, while their members appreciated the value of the program and how it evolved into a week-long, wide-ranging bootcamp of sorts, all of that came at a cost, and they started to run out of the capital they needed to keep going. But then their knight in shining armor came along. Uh, not, not really. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, but they did get an offer of essentially a blank check from somebody to keep TC alive. It was the funding that they were looking for and desperately needed. But they really would need to be desperate to take it. This offer was coming from somebody who was infamous during the Me Too movement. And I guess this was his attempt to make his splashy comeback into the tech world. This goodwill would, I, I don't know, maybe take people's attention away from what he did. At least that seemed to be the plan. All Transparent Collective needed to do was take the money. Money that they really, really needed. Sponsors weren't coming through and the runway was actually coming to a close. And now the rest of the story. So did they take the money? Well, Rohini and her team sure thought hard on it. We really talked about it and there was a lot of discussions even with my friends. I, I was just having a really hard moment of like, you know, his money's still green, but is it still something that I'd be okay with. And folks kind of voted very differently than I expected. Either people were like, money's money, it's fine. Or this will, you will sell your soul for, for doing this. And how many chances does one person get to even have a redemption? Such a tough situation. It'd be hard to fault them for taking it. You know, they, they could actually help so many people with it, but I don't know, would they be able to live with that? Yeah, I, it's a tough decision. And Rohini and the rest of the team at Transparent Collective, they ultimately met and they made their decision. And so we brought it to a vote and it was a 30 second vote. It was like the quickest thing I've ever heard where all of us were just unanimous and saying, no, we don't want that money. We will do whatever we need to, but we don't want that money. And so it was it was actually like a relief in a certain sense because I was just kind of holding on to this because I really didn't want to take that money. But it was just so nice to know that we were all aligned and uh, the values were kind of upheld as part of this. A 30 second vote. I guess, well, it didn't take too much time. <laughs> a big relief for Rohini, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, taking money from somebody like that is something you're going to have to live with. And it could be something that eats at you, but Rohini wouldn't have to worry about that. But she did need to worry about how to keep the lights on at Transparent Collective. Yes, but wouldn't you know it, in maybe a giant act of karma, she didn't need to worry about that for very long because immediately after, maybe within just a few days, another phone call came through. 
not even a week later, we actually got a sponsor to finish out all of our 2020 fundraising. And it was insane. Just the coincidental nature of all of this, where I'm like six weeks of just sweating it out (laughs) of like, we don't have anyone. No one's even like trying to contact me again. Um, all, All of us just kind of like swung and missed with all of our sponsors. And then finally, out of nowhere, I don't even I didn't even know that they were talking about TC. One of our sponsors came through at the very last minute. Not even a week later, and yes, it does feel like karma playing in Rohini's favor here. And isn't it nice when that happens? Yeah. At least, uh, you know, for, for the good. Anyway, Transparent Collective is thankfully still growing now. And yeah, COVID-19 obviously puts a little bit of a damper on the whole in-person model. Yes, although, hey, we're, we're on a podcast right now. This is part of a mini-series for a virtual conference, so it is possible to make things virtual when needed. Absolutely. And and yes, this year, Transparent Collective is definitely exploring some sort of virtual option uh, for their programs. But regardless, they're also producing real results, and they have been for quite some time. Rohini recounts a story of a founder that applied to be a part of their batch who was already growing a real revenue-generating business. Yet they struggled to even be able to raise any money at all, despite their multi-million dollars in annual recurring revenue. Until they found Transparent Collective. Two years ago, we had um, someone that came through just a cold application, I think, on our website. And she had an amazing company, a really interesting. When we ask in our application, you know, how much revenue or how much traction do you have so far? Uh, she wrote $4 million in ARR. And when we saw the application, we were like, oh, she probably means a K instead of an M here. Like, who comes to our doors with $4 million already being generated? Um, and so we brought, we flew Crystal out here, amazing company. Like, she's amazing in general. Um, but no VC would even have that conversation with her. She was struggling to even, like, raise any money and be able to scale her business. And so we worked with, uh, with her kind of, helped out on even just the soft skills, not necessarily any technical skills. She knew her business better than any of us did, but on that storytelling and how to handle investors and what their questions mean and how to take the challenges and kind of run with them. And uh, she then got into uh, Jason Calcanis' incubator called Launch. She then went on to raise her, uh, her first series of funds. And then she came back late last year to talk to our latest batch of startups. And she came on stage and she said, Transparent Collective was the reason that I was able to raise $15 million. And that's like, one, we just had to say like, okay, we need to get you on camera saying that, first of all. But then second of all, it's just like really amazing to see that, you know, the work that we're doing, not only is just a qualitative, here's uh, what, founders are saying after the event, but then it actually leads to these big changes in how these businesses can scale and they are able to raise and they are able to have a shot at growing. Giving underrepresented founders a shot at growing by showing them the ropes when it comes to fundraising product and, and generally navigating Silicon Valley. For so many founders before them, there wasn't anything like Transparent Collective to help them. Nobody there to open up their playbook, show them the ropes. But now... There is, right? So if you're an underrepresented founder and you think you can benefit from the help of Transparent Collective, 
or, or maybe you're an ally and you just want to get involved with maybe sponsorship. Yeah, either way, right? Um, you can definitely visit transparentcollective.com and learn more. And again, it's transparentcollective.com and you can learn more about the program, ways to get involved, and even potentially sponsor an upcoming class. Unless, you know, you got in trouble during the Me Too movement and then I don't think your money is going to be good there. <laughs> so coming up next in the series, we're going to hear about how Netflix launched a brand new feature in a matter of days, possibly its fastest ever with a cross-functional team and dozens involved. All to support a much bigger movement. That's the next episode. For this episode, a big thanks goes to usertesting.com and we will see you next time on this special industry virtual edition of Rocketship. 